Countries for Kids. Hello and welcome to Countries for Kids, a podcast where we get to explore the world and its cultures. My name is Elijah and I'm here with my mom and my brother Sawyer. Are you ready for an adventure? I sure am. Elijah, what country are we talking about this week? Ireland! Ireland is off the coast of England. It's in Europe and is actually only the size of West Virginia. It may be small, but it has a giant, giant reputation. It's famous for its beautiful green hills, quirky people, and magical legends. The question of the week is, what does donkey's years mean in Ireland? That's donkey's years, not donkey's ears. Stay tuned to find out. It's pretty close to the North Pole, but it's also surrounded by water, so it doesn't get very warm in the summer, and it also doesn't get very cold in the winter. Yeah, it only gets about to 68 degrees in the summer, which is like a winter day here in Florida. And it gets 45 degrees in winter, and it's not even freezing. So you won't get too hot or too cold, but you will get wet. It rains a lot. I mean, a ton. I mean, so many, so much. It rains almost every day, like here in Florida. That's why it's so green. I've been to Ireland, and it really is amazingly green. I don't think I've seen such a green place before or since. Being so close to the North Pole means that in the northern parts of the country, they can see the northern lights. Our friend Liam has seen the northern lights. Even though his name is Irish, he saw the northern lights when he was in Alaska. The northern lights are a reaction between the solar winds and the atoms in our atmosphere. And because the Earth is a giant magnet that generally protects us from the solar winds, they can only get in where the magnetic field is weak, at the North and South Pole. If you want to know more, check out the link in the show notes about northern lights. In Ireland, they speak English and Gaelic. That means I don't understand you. So everyone associates Ireland with potatoes, but do you know where potatoes really come from? They're originally from Peru, but they were spread across North America by the indigenous people. And then when European people found them in the Americas, they were brought to Ireland, the first country outside of the Americas to have potatoes. Potatoes grow really well in Ireland. That's why they eat them every day. There was a really bad potato plant disease that killed almost all of the potato plants over seven years, which is how old I am. The Irish farmers had no food. Many people took their families and left the country so they wouldn't starve to death. They were owned by England, but they didn't help at all. There was a lot of drama around England, not taking very good care of the Irish people for a long time. So Ireland became independent in 1937. But potatoes aren't the only thing they eat. A typical Irish dinner consists of whole-cooked potatoes, cabbage, and meat. They also eat thick, hearty stews, which are so good, like pot roast and all that other stuff. Since they're surrounded by an ocean, the... They eat a lot of seafood. And the Irish are also known for their cheese making. 
Soda bun is also a famous Irish food that has baking soda in it, and that's why it's called that. They don't use spices in their food except salt and pepper. Another thing Ireland is known for is St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick is the is the patron saint of Ireland. Most people on Ireland are Catholic, which it is a branch of Christianity. In their religion, they believe that some people have an extra close relationship with their God and are given special powers, even though they are not gods. St. Patrick was the person that brought Christianity to Ireland before they worshipped the God, many gods and goddesses. St. Patrick made the three-leaf clover famous by associating it with the Christian Holy Trinity, which is the Christian belief that there are three gods in one. Without getting too much into it, I feel like we need to start another sister podcast about world religions for secular kids because I'm finding it hard to explain these things in a sentence or two in a way that makes sense to someone unfamiliar with the religion. St. Patrick's Day is actually celebrating of St. Patrick dying. They have lots of food and dancing and a whole lot, I mean a bunch of green. Everybody's wearing green on St. Patrick's Day, March 17th. Remember in the Papua New Guinea episode where we talked about death being a celebration too? Here in America, death is a sad and somber thing, so that's something different from many other parts of the world. Three leaf clovers represent Patrick's Day, but why are four leaf clovers good luck? Another religious origin, the fourth leaf is supposed to represent God's grace or good luck. In reality, the fourth leaf of a clover is a recessive gene and occurs in about 1 in 5,000 clovers. But because they are a result of two recessive parents, they tend to be found in clusters. I'm not going to go into genetics here, but if you want a quick kid-friendly explanation, go to YouTube and look for the Crash Course episode, Heredity, Crash Course Biology Number 9. Another thing you think is lucky is the Blarney Stone. The Blarney Stone is a pope. To mean you get the gift, the gift of gab, which means you are very great at talking. I've actually kissed it, and it's a little crazy. You have to lay on your back with your head over the edge of the building, and the Blarney Stone hangs over the edge a little below your level, and you have to kiss underneath it. It's like laying on your bed and kissing underneath your nightstand. What's crazy is only two dinosaur fossils have been found in Ireland. That's especially weird since paleontology as we know it was founded by Mary Anning in England on the coast facing Ireland. There are lots of dinosaur fossils there. But the luck of the geologic draw is that Ireland's rocks are either too young or too old for dinosaur fossils or were just covered up by water when dinosaurs ruled the earth. That's also why Florida has no dinosaur bones because it was at the bottom of the ocean at the time. It only came up about 200 years ago. Uh, Maybe it was a little bit more than 200 years ago, but yes, otherwise that's correct. Some animals that live there now are the Irish hare, the wild stoat, other rodents, partridges, bats, and a lot of fish and seafood. Irish fairies are also leprechauns. One special leprechaun is Anna Bogle. Anna Bogle is the Irish Tooth Fairy. The first Tooth Fairy that we know of, she accidentally knocked her own tooth out while playing in the forest one day. And she was looking for to replace it with a human child's tooth. 
The good news is she doesn't just steal teeth. She'll give you gold for yours. I'm going to charge a lot for my first tooth. Yeah, like enough to buy 10 PS5s and 10 Nintendo Switches. <laughs> what? Why do you need 10? Anyway, so do you guys remember the question of the week? It was, what does donkey's years mean in Ireland? Let's listen to what our Patreon members think. I think it's a type of donkey. Donkey's years are years. So, one year equals seven years for a donkey or a dog. Thanks to Liam and Taylor for answering us. And they are Patreon members, which, by the way, should become a Patreon member. It actually means a really long time. A really long time? Can you give me an example? Like my handwriting takes me a donkey's years. Well, that's it for this week, boys. What country will we be talking about next week? Guatemala! Thank you to Liam and Taylor for answering our questions of the week. If you would like to have a chance to answer yourself or get early access to episodes and more, you can become a Patreon at patreon.com slash countriesforkids. It really helps us out. You can also visit us at countriesforkids.world. And at our Facebook page, Countries for Kids. Can you guys say goodbye in Irish? Slow na